When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Rich Eisen Show. Right now. now, 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 now. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. We got to find out what is going on with Odell. What's he looking for? Lamar Jackson. I don't think anybody saw this coming. The Rich Eisen Show. Now, isn't that amazing? At the beginning of the week, I'm like, okay, by some point by the end of this week, we're going to find out where he's going. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. Coming up, Super Bowl champion Indomitian Sue. Senior writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yes, hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Indomitian Sue will be joining us in studio. He's going to sue us, sue everybody. Yes, that's a Jerky Boys reference to kick off hour number two of this program. That's just for you, Mike. That's just for you, Jerky Boys. Get me Brett Weir. Get I don't need Brett to Weir. talk to you. I don't need to talk to you. And then we're not going to finish that sentence. because Indo- I it. won't say that to Indomitian. You, you shouldn't. No, no. I don't need to talk to you, Jerky. How'd you like a kick? Gosh, man. I mean, never I loved the Jerky Boys. I remember the original cassette when I got the original cassette that was like a bootleg of them. Yeah. And I was like, this is the funniest stuff ever. And I'll come over the air joint. It just hit. It was huge. It was gigantic. It was amazing. It's odd that a longtime producer of Punked would love the Jerky Boys. <laughs> TJ I don't need them. to talk to you. I don't need to talk to you. At any rate, uh, he's going to sue everybody. Uh, all of us here, and Dominic and Sue here on our program. Chris Mannix, hour number three. The NBA playoffs are set, one through six. We'll find out who's seven and eight. Heat and the Heat and the uh, the Hawks, the Lakers, and the one would think maybe go bearless Timberwolves. Oh my god! I mean, they gotta let them play. You do think so, huh? I mean, your yeah, season's you on the line. Yeah, you give your whole team to yeah. acquire the guy. By the way, Bulls-Raptors is a really fun 9-10 game on he, Wednesday night. And you're then, beating the Hawks. And then Thunder and the Pelicans. Bulls are beating the Raptors. Zion. I mean, Zion is not playing in that one. But anyway, we'll talk about it with uh, Chris Maddox in about an hour. Those, that's all set. Um, we'll talk to Masters here on this program. Overreaction Monday about to hit uh, before Indomitian and Sue. Before we get to that... I mean, you know, I I said my piece on um, Odell signing with the Ravens to kick off our program. If you missed my full-on take, if you will, and that is of interest to you, stay tuned right here on this show on the Roku channel. We re-air as soon as the show is over uh, on Channel 210. There's our podcast, also our YouTube page. There's the Rich Eisen Show collection page of anything that you miss. We greatly appreciate everybody hitting with a subscribe or, or follow on any of those spots. That would be great. And uh, I, I, it's just a home run of a move. It's a great way for the Ravens to basically have somebody other than the owner 
general manager or coach tell Lamar, come back. And Odell's telling him, essentially, you know, let's let's do this together. I mean, why? It, let's just put it this way. It, it he, he, he didn't put his son in a Rashad Bateman jersey. <laughs> and, and I don't say that to, it's not to denigrate. I mean, he put he, it's Lamar's jersey on his son. So he wants to play with Odell. And we just talked to Tom Pelissero in hour number one. He, Tom said that o, o, Lamar seemed to be actively recruiting Odell while Odell was getting set to talk to the Ravens at the owners meeting at which it was revealed that Lamar asked for a trade in early March because Lamar's the one who had sent on that tweet at the owners meeting. During the owners' meeting, I mean, it sure looks like everything points to Lamar's going to stay put in Baltimore. But I ask you guys what you think. Chris, you want to chime in here? We could chop it up a bit before we get to overreaction Monday. I don't know if it matters. Like, I, I, I'm not sure Odell's going to be very good anymore. He hasn't played in a year. Uh, we saw him. He was having a nice Super Bowl, obviously, but that's another injury to his knee yes. at a position that, correct me if I'm wrong, you need those to play very well at a high level. And what if it brings Lamar back into the fold? That's worth well, every was, penny. There was a video of them at the club together afterward that kind of was making the rounds. They were sitting next to each other. Uh, so maybe it brings him you back. You mean last night? Yeah. So is it. Because the UFC was in Miami, Odell was there, yeah, and so that's it, obviously where Lamar spends his offseason. Right, so there's a sign like congratulations, and there's Lamar in the white hat, and there's Odell. So, look, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where this leaves them. He's clearly unhappy with the organization. Well, he's unhappy with the offer. Potentially. We don't really know for sure. All of his tweets have been pretty cryptic in that that regard outside of he clearly stated what was going on with his injury but he asked for a trade which gives me the indication if i asked you for a trade to a different show and a month later i'm kind of still here but i'm disgruntled like pulling a costanza yeah, like what does that tell you so i just don't see this ending well but business deals i mean the let's not forget the business deal just to use the club analogy wasn't the a, 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 was it a club here in Los Angeles using a similar? Does, do all these clubs have a similar yeah. signage? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm a 53 year old man. Club club for me is uh, either soda or, uh, you know, along with the diamonds, hearts, and and uh, and spades. But um, <laughs> that for for purely uh, uh, one would say um, personal purposes that have nothing to do with cash. Um, didn't Debo? Yeah. Somebody held up one of those signs saying, you know, go back to 49ers. And he's like, forget it. And we were all like, he's never going back. <laughs> money, money, the right deal answers everything. And to me, this is a way for Lamar. This, let's put it this way. This is insurance to make sure Lamar doesn't do the holdout into the season. I'm not playing. I'm not showing at all. Because then he doesn't play with Odell and Odell's there saying to him, hey, come on. But I'm sure Odell, if there's anybody who understands somebody's got to do their own business deal, it would be Odell Beckham Jr. to understand that. It's a one-year deal for Odell and then maybe Lamar plays this year in a one-year and they see how it goes. And yes, if they, and if they together. Miss, and then if they miss the playoffs, then it's 
And we'll the, go our separate ways. And Steve yeah. Bashotti's already told a quarterback before, hey, go win the Super Bowl and put the bag on the table and I'll give it to you. And he did it with Flacco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to cost more than the 100 And if you Flacco bring the guy. running game and you bring the health on the offensive line and you bring Mark Andrews and you bring Roquan Smith and you bring the health on the defensive side, Marlon Humphreys. Everybody's going to be healthy. We hey, assume. this is a team that – can go ahead and make some hay yeah. if Lamar stays healthy and is engaged. New offensive If that is what's required, yeah. Someone pointed out Todd Munkin was the OC for Odell's last 1,000-yard season in Cleveland. So they know each other. Right? It's not like this is out of the realm. And to me, to spend the $15 million to bring Odell and tell the fan base, look, we hear you with the whole wide receiver thing. That's we, a lot we know, of money, right? We know, yeah. we, it's, it is like a, a lot to me. It is, but also, you know, um, it's a lot if, of, they, if they're not paying, hold on, if they're not paying their quarterback $50 million guaranteed. True, he's only, you know, 30-whatever on the tag. So 30 plus the 18 equals the 50. The 32 plus the 18. I don't know. It's a lot of money it just makes sense. off the field what we always talk about, what it's going to bring off the field, those Odell Beckham jerseys, that's going to be True. top two seller. I'm just going to predict that right now. Well, they now. already sold one. <laughs> well, that was... <laughs> or do you think they got it for for, for nothing? Uh, that was probably free. But, like, you know, the, the Odell jerseys, Chris, you know, Odell is just... He's a brand. Yeah. He's insanely popular. He's going to bring eyes to that. So. And you know what it also obliterates? It obliterates the top receivers just aren't going to choose Baltimore yeah. ever. It obliterates that. You're assuming that Odell's still a top it. receiver. He, well, he is a top receiver in the mind's eye of all the other top receivers. You're talking to other. Yes. You're talking to certain audiences. I'm super. Last we saw him, he was on. He was ready to win the Super Bowl MVP. That was two Super Bowls ago. I get it, but that was also coming off of. He's washed. Look what happened to him in Cleveland. True. His, I, his dad sending out all these videos like it's the Sapruder films, pointing at the finger in Cleveland, yep, and they should look in the mirror, and then he shows up in Los Angeles and dominates. And I get your point, Chris. He's coming off of injuries, and for a lot of players, that signals the end. But with but the medical advances yeah. that we have, and the fact that Odell is he's built different. Like I, That saying, it means one thing. But legitimately, that man is built different. And I... If anyone can come back at a high level, I'm going to say that dude can do it. And I'm not saying I'm not rooting for him. Target emoji on that. Plus one. We like him, but I'm just going to remain skeptical. Uh, I need to see it. it. No, I understand you need to see it. I'm just saying for the moment to communicate to Lamar when things aren't going seemingly great. And to communicate to the rest of the to their fan base and to the rest of the wide receiving community that we're, we're a viable spot. This is a home run. Let's get to Overreaction Monday so we can get to Indomitian and Sue right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. What's up, everybody? We're back. It's Monday, and let's just start right to it, Rich. Uh, I do have this. Odell to Ravens is enough to buy at least one more year with Lamar. I think that is not an overreaction at all. Go for it. Go for it. Hey, Lamar, I'm here one year. I'll kill it. You kill it. We kill it together. Let's get a ring and let's tell everybody in Baltimore that we're absolutely indispensable together. 
and let's stay here forevermore and let's prove it to everybody. Let's go. That's one way to put it. Or I'll help you earn your bag or you go get your bag right now because they need you more than ever now that I'm here. That's another way to look at it. Everything points to um, this is helpful for Lamar and um, and I hope he I hope he I, I'd love to see him play together. By the way, they play the Rams this year. You know what I'm saying? Like that's already reeks of uh, night game for the whole country to pull up a chair and watch. So let's go. It's going to be nothing but fireworks and excitement. And I, I, I think that's at least a proper. That's not an overreaction by any way, shape or form. What else, sir? All right, these next ones might be. Uh, we're a little <laughs> over two weeks from the NFL draft, and I'm just thinking about the Carolina Panthers, thinking about what they've been going through recently. Like, Matt Rule made it 38 games. You don't – so which coaches are getting let go or like You don't get a long time to build something. wonder right? where you're going with this. You don't get a chance. So you got to take your shot when you have it. The Panthers should take Anthony Richardson first over. Well, that's that's – that's not an overreaction, but That's I think what I'm saying. I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud because the way that they've built everything with Miles Sanders there and bringing in Adam Thielen and bringing in everybody that they want to use a quarterback that can can start Week One. And if Richardson isn't that guy, that even if the, he does have the upside, he is huge physically. Upside is huge figuratively. Um. That uh, Stroud is, the, is is more fresh out of the box. Same thing with Bryce Young. So I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't think that's an overreaction. They have Andy Dalton there to kind of start the first six, <laughs> seven, eight weeks. <laughs> and then you kind of keep the seat warm no. and give a Rich some rest. Let him. me just say this. Teach him. Week one, Andy Dalton, full Magic Johnson. <laughs> As a starter, he ain't going to be there. I don't know, man. Full really? Magic Johnson. We need that as a drop. We need to get that in our arsenal. Make a note for our post for our post show call. What else, Chris? Hey, did you see what our buddy Carson Palmer said over the weekend? Yeah, he Carson said that Palmer Bur- is right. Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh my gosh, he said that uh, Mahomes wasn't consistent, as consistent as Burrow. Uh, I it, I uh, know what he's saying. I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. Playground. I get what he's saying, and I know he might be even biased for Cincinnati. You know how I feel about Burrow. But after the year Mahomes just had. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, look at the record head-to-head. I got to call Carson. Maybe get him on the show to see, just to kick the tires on all that. But I did see what he said. Head-to-head record, 3-1. and one. Not as consistent. Nah. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 am, I, am, I am already... As apologetic as I possibly could have been to Chiefs Nation, I believe our uh, fences have been mended oh, in advance of my trip to Kansas City. Oh, that was a okay rough year for you with those guys. I am not twitching in that direction. You're welcome there now. I am. I don't know yet. I'll you let you know. You didn't get your KC privileges revoked. I am. I am not. I am. I am not riding Zed's chopper into uh, Kansas <laughs> in City. Yeah, 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 that's not happening. So let's just leave it at that. What else, Chris? Uh, Aaron Judge, you see what he did over the weekend? Yes, he's got four home runs. He four, is, four had a multi-home run game uh, on uh, run. on Sunday. Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers been introduced? Did I miss that yet? <laughs> did I miss that? Uh, so you, you, what happens first? Judge gets 10 home runs or, or Rodgers yeah. is the quarterback of the Jets? Aaron Rodgers not a Jet until at least May. 
No, at least May. That's not happening. No, at least May. I'll tell you what. It may be dicey. We may get through the first night of the draft, and Aaron Rodgers may still be a Packer. But when the Jets go on the clock, 42nd and 43rd overall in this draft on Friday night. Come on. What do you mean, come on? It's been six weeks already. Got it. I'm just saying. By the way, I hope he's not a a Jet until late May because that means Rodgers might show up to an organized team activity that when it I need to know when is the mandatory organized team activity for the Green Bay Packers that's another oh, note Packers, I need to know uh, when that is because Rodgers would be mandated to show up there how great would it be if he shows up there and says I'm just here so I won't get fined that would be incredible just pulls a full on Marshawn Lynch he should show up in Marshawn Lynch's jersey and do it <laughs> I'm just here so I won't get fined what else anybody else want to ask me a question about why I'm not a Jet yet Please make that happen. <laughs> Overreaction. Late May. Yeah, you never know. You got one more? Never, I have a couple. Let's see. Uh, quick NBA one. Uh, I think the NBA playoffs are going to be super weird. I'm going to say at least one major upset in the first round. Uh, which means what? Would you say Knicks beating the Cavs? Is that upset? No, I'm talking like. You're talking like Lakers s- beating the Grizz? 7-2, yeah. 8-1, eight, 7-2, eight, something wild. Okay. It's weird we're listening to NFL Films music right now. We've moved on, Mike. We've moved on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What are you doing over there? I don't know what he's doing over there. Uh, anyway, uh, I, will take, I will take... Um, uh, sure. Uh, that's not an overreaction. I mean, crazier things have happened. So, all right. what else? You got one more? Yeah, so, uh, someone from Liv is going to win a major this year. Oh, okay. That's not an overreaction either. We've had a great day. Four, four out of the top six in the Masters. I got you. Oh, yeah. Why, why not? Well, you know, Brooks got confused. He thought it was a 54-hole. Ah, nice one. Mm-hmm. I know that. But yeah, what, yeah, then yeah. what about Patrick Reed? What about Phil? Come on Phil now. Phil had a shot of 65. His lowest that. Masters round since 96. Oh, it was his lowest Masters round in the fi- final round ever. Oh, that, that makes sense. The whole idea that live these guys aren't prepared because they're playing the live tour. Can we start with that nonsense? Pretty fun. It's these are still the same guys, you know. But Kepka, you know, even though he's yoked, it's thirty holes. I mean, that's not for it was everybody. A lot. It was a lot. Well, Rom actually got through it very well, yeah. despite Zach Ertz. What he did, we'll discuss that later. All right, let's take a break. And Dominic and Sue is going to join us in studio next. This is going to be fun. Stay tuned. Chris Mannix and the latest on the NBA playoffs as well. Still to come. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by, as Indomitian Sue has done just that, right here on the Rich Eisen Show, fresh off of the NFL Network and NFL Broadcast Boot Camp, where a whole host of current NFL players and former NFL players uh, were learning the the trade of uh, what may be their their next chapter in life. And uh, it's it's remarkable in Dominican as I was researching for your <laughs> visit here because I'm a lead pipe wielding professional. Yeah, um, you, you you were the second overall pick of the 2010 NFL draft, and I'm I'm just wondering who else is still around from that first round. And Brandon Graham, yeah, and Linval Joseph was a second round pick, and you played with all three of the guys in yeah. the Super Bowl. That's two, unbelievable. Two great guys, especially BG. Uh, I just got to know Limbaugh that season. Right. I've watched him from afar, especially when he's out here playing for the Chargers. But, I mean, there's not many of us left in that 2010 season. Uh, I think another great is uh, that we actually beat in the NFC Championship was Trent Williams. Uh, so, he, he's, I think in the top five is just myself and him. Right. Trent Williams, I saw, I saw Rod, Roger Saffold is still still around. Oh, Jerry yeah. Hughes is yeah. still around. Yeah. What, and, and so we're sitting here uh, just a few uh, short days before the NFL draft. What was your draft night like in 2010? My in draft night was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, so I got a, actually a phone call from Tampa uh, in the Bucks, and they wanted me to drop down to number three. And I was like, you've got... 12 picks like give up some of the picks and come get me uh, that's what you told them or you were thinking that? <laughs> yeah for sure that's what I told them I was like I mean most likely St. Louis, St. Louis isn't going to take me at the time because they had they needed needed a quarterback and so they took um, Sam Bradford Sam Bradford and so at that time I was like most likely not going first probably going to be second but you can come up and get me you have extra picks I'm sure Detroit may want to do something mm-hmm. even though I had a good interview with them and they said they wanted to come and get me but uh, I didn't find out until later after I got picked that um, a guy named Gunther Cunningham, uh, old veteran with oh, Kansas yeah. City, was a great guy. He was like adamantly like, you are a blue chipper. I am not letting you go. I am taking you at two. And uh, the rest is history. Well, knowing Gunther, as, as I did get to briefly know him, you probably cleaned up that language here for the Rich Eisen show. <laughs> There's no doubt I cleaned up that language. Gunther likes f bombs. He might have. He might have. Uh, he might have said a few other choice words yeah. uh, within there. So that that's why Detroit was just hanging up the phone on on Tampa yeah. to go get you. No question, because they tried to do it, and like I said, Gunther told me the whole story once I got there into the city. But I mean, I've always believed everything happens for a reason, right? And I loved my entire time in Detroit, and I still spend time back there. I have a home there. 
uh, have mentors there. So it's, it's a beautiful city and I love it. Right. And then, um, so it was a short night for you at yeah. least that, that, that night. Uh, who, who was, who was with you that night uh, in the green room? My mother, my father, uh, my older sister and my agents. And then I had a bunch of family and friend, my two best friends from college, uh, and one of my best friends from high school, they were all in the stands. And so we got to celebrate afterwards. Uh, and then it was actually back to business because I had a phone call that night, I went out for maybe a couple hours, uh, but Kyle Vandenbosch called me and said, I hope you're ready to work. So got up and trained that next morning and got on a flight to Detroit. Look at you in that three-piece right there. Look yeah. at you. It was absolutely beautiful. So uh, being there with my mom, my dad, and my sister, uh, and my close family friends was, was a great time. So, and um, uh, how, how does a kid from Portland, Oregon, wind up in Nebraska? Uh, it was interesting. So my sister actually played soccer at Mississippi State. Okay. Uh, there was a guy named uh, John Blake that passed away recently, mm-hmm. unfortunately. He used to be the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, but he was at the time working at Mississippi State. Had a connection uh, there. My sister was like, you should recruit my little brother. Uh, like, I don't know who your brother is. Like, So we connected all the dots. He ended up going with Bill Callahan to Nebraska as a D-line coach and recruited me my junior, senior year. Uh, and so fell in love with his enthusiastic way and how he talks and is a great human being, um, but made the decision, like, I've known Nebraska as a historic program and wanted to be a, be a part of something special, and we had a great class that came in. Right. And uh, I got to play early, so uh, it was it was the best of both worlds. So sold. And so sold. a kid from Portland, Oregon, winds up right in the middle of the, the country. Yeah, I didn't want to stay home because I had Oregon and Oregon State, uh, but half my high school went to either one of them. Right. I looked at the University of Miami. They didn't really have my engineering degree that I wanted to focus on at that particular time, and that's what I ended up becoming. Uh, and then uh, I looked at uh, University of Cal, and their program for engineering was very good, mm-hmm. but it was very difficult to get into. And I knew I was going to be able to have to balance sports and football. Uh, and even though, like, Nebraska, the program wasn't seen as hard to get in because I didn't have to take a test to get in, Yes, it was a top five program. So I, thought, I felt like it was the best, best mix between the two. And Dominic and Sue here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show, um, fresh off of, again, that, uh, that season with the Philadelphia Eagles, came so close to winning the Super Bowl for a second time in your career. You played in three of them. Yeah, three, three Super Bowls. One here with L.A. Uh, when they moved over here, and then we unfortunately lost to the Patriots. And I told Tom when we got to Tampa together, mm-hmm. man, you owe me one. So we went and took care of business this first year that he got down there. How does he respond when you say to him, you <laughs> owe me a Super Bowl? I imagine uh, there was, was there was some choice words <laughs> that I'll, I'll keep between us. But yes. uh, I mean, overall, it was just more or less having fun and uh, in just interacting with each other from that standpoint. No, no hard feelings. because Actually, I have, still have hard feelings because we played. I believe our defense played an amazing game that year. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, just couldn't put up, enough, there was put up one, enough points. I know there was just one touchdown scored in that Super Bowl. Yeah. And then um, and then l- let's talk about. The one that just occurred. Yeah. When you see the James Bradbury penalty call, yeah. you think what? I think it's unfortunate. Uh, I would. It's technically a hold. Uh, as a ref, if I was in that position, maybe I'm biased. I don't call that. I let that play go on, especially mm-hmm. seeing that the receiver wasn't even able to get anywhere near it, mm-hmm. uh, and the ball was clearly over his head. But then also from that standpoint. I take that play completely away. We were up by, if I'm not mistaken, a 10 or 15 point lead at mm-hmm. half. 
and you give up 28 points in the second half as a defense, you don't deserve to win the game. So that's the way you're you're looking at it. Yeah. Do you sit around behind the wheel of a car? Does it ever hit you? Like how close you came this time oh, around? Oh yeah, no question. Uh, but I try not to live in the past uh, for whatever reason. Like I said before, everything happens for a reason. So right. We'll we'll see what that reason is sometime in the future. It'll it'll, it'll have an epiphany. Where does Jalen Hurts rank amongst teammates? For you, I mean, he's up there. Uh, I don't have a specific number for him, but I got a lot of respect for that kid. Why? Uh, Jalen Hurts is one of those guys that just being around him for 10 to 15 weeks. Yeah, it's just a brief time. Brief time, yeah. like just seeing him work and the conversations that we, we were able to have centered around some business things uh, that he's looking to do and some stuff that he had some opportunities with. Like he is very sharp very special and he is a tireless worker so I got a lot of respect for a guy at that age to have that type of focus and determination uh, he's gonna be in this league for a long time well, I mean you're 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 uh, an umpteen year veteran here <laughs> in Dominican so what is he he's picking your brain on business opportunities uh, there was so we have some mutual friends uh, Warren Buffett no not Warren Buffett okay uh, that that one I, I, I've been super lucky with there's not many people that are fortunate enough to have that relationship so it's a great one, but uh, we were actually talking about some business in and around uh, marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my passions in life is to be able to, I've been able to be exposed to a ton of different things in life. Yes. Uh, especially because of being an NFL player. And so being able to share some of my experiences and my thoughts of some deals that were on the ta- table for him. Yes. Um, was kind of our conversation. I'll keep it private because okay. I don't yeah, want sure. him to. Understand. Yeah. But no, I just, it, I just find it interesting that he's at this part of his career and he's already thinking about all those other aspects of what can come from his hard work. Yeah. And um, so is there, and I understand what I'm about to ask, but are there any similarities between him and Brady where you see the way they go about their business or anything, just I would, anything at all. I would say the similarities that I see between the two of them, because they're obviously completely two different players, no <laughs> but uh, their work ethics and their determination to push other people around them mm-hmm. in a positive manner. Uh, I think that's an, a great leadership trait and everybody has their particular ways of doing different things. And the one thing I really like about Jalen, maybe because I'm very similar in that aspect of, the way he leads is by example versus by always talking and yelling and doing those different particular pieces where Tom was a little bit more boisterous, uh, which rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more of his personality to have those overall conversations to the ultimate group to where Jaden likes to pull guys to the side, have those conversations, but also at the same time can address the entire group uh, and has comfortability to do it in, in a very sharp way. And Dominic and Sue here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let me just jump into your career as a whole. I've been around, obviously, since the beginning to currently right now. So I remember your early years. And I always, and I'll ask you point blank, I, I always found it, you know, confusing to me. Because yeah. meeting you and having this conversation, this is not the first time, but this might be the longest conversation you and I have ever had. Yeah. But you, you're, you're, um, you're cool and collected mm-hmm. and, you know, your, your bright light is on. Yeah. And then you get on a field, and it frequently you couldn't, it seemed like, control yourself. Yeah. Is that an accurate description or or, or inaccurate? Well, how I, I would you describe it? I would it? call it a biased uh, viewpoint. Okay. And the reason why is because a lot of people haven't taken the time to get to know me. Uh, and if you get to know me, you understand that the way I work and how I am off the field compared to how I'm on the field, mm-hmm. 
I am focused on the, when I'm between those white lines. And my ultimate goal is to disrupt and create ultimate havoc for an offense. And if I don't have people upset at me, then I'm not doing my job. So you would purposefully maybe play outside the, the rules? I think, I, think, I think being on the edge and being very dominant looks a lot of different ways. And I think because of my talent, the God-given talent of being fast, explosive, and able to hock down a quarterback or running back, it looks a lot different compared to what other players do. I can't help that I've been given special talents from my parents and, and my genetics mm-hmm. and then also build on top of that from the hard work and the different things I do. And, I mean, there's plays that you could go back to. It was like, there's no way that you call that. But I guess I had a reputation with refs in the league or whatever it may be yes. to where I want they wanted to, to point it out. And there was actually one particular time when Tim Tebow was in the league uh, a fellow first-rounder from 2010. Exactly. Uh-huh. Whereas they had him at, on, on NFL page as the god and me as a villain. How'd that make you feel? It's it's not true, but that w- that's what sells tickets, and that's what se- makes, makes the league. And to me, the one greatest thing that I learned was to embrace those things, and I learned that actually from Phil Knight, uh, one of the greatest marketers in the world. What did he tell you? Embrace it. Have fun with it. Uh, use it to your advantage, and... There's not many people that have your name and likeness based off of what you, you you prove it. And we know who you are as a person and you're not a bad guy. You're actually one of the best guys that I've been able to be around. Very similar to how they created Jordan's uh, prowess and everything that he's been able to accomplish in his life. So you wouldn't say during your early years on the field, on the field, Mm -hmm. you didn't have a temper issue or anything? Uh, No, not definitely to have a temper issue. Wow. Uh, Because you know, so many people would think, uh, Quite differently, yeah. to be honest I, I think so, but they also don't know me. They don't. And so, in that respect, I think a lot of people might be surprised that you're interested in the world of broadcasting as well, Yeah, in Dominican. And you are, for I, sure? I definitely am interested. Like, uh, what do you want to do? What would you uh, like to do? If you could wave a wand and Dominican <laughs> Sue has a gig in, in media, it would be which? Uh, I think, ideally, I'd be in the studio, uh, being able to break down film, talk about guys, uh, and give my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, and really an educated opinion. I think sometimes we have these talk show hosts that we were talking about earlier, you're yeah. watching a competition, that just blurt out things for, for clicks mm-hmm. and views, uh, where there's never, or not, I won't say never, there's not always a great defensive perspective that's provided. And I'd like to be one of those guys, and I okay. think I'd be very good at it. And um, so you want to try a couple on for size right here? Sure. Okay. Um, what advice would you give Lamar Jackson right now? Uh, having been in his shoes and do, done my own deals, mm-hmm. uh, stay firm. Uh, understand where the market is. Do your research. Uh, be prepared to go into those particular meetings. Uh, and find a way, if, if you want to be with the Ravens, to where it's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in all business deals – it has to be a win-win, and somebody has to give give up something on both sides uh, to be able to meet in the middle and be successful. The problem is, though, it doesn't look like he can get any meetings right now be, because of wh- whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the fact that he is franchise-tagged and the manner in which he's been franchise-tagged, that it would cost another team two first-round picks. And then the word is of how much money he wants. Yeah. And he wants as much money, if not a dollar more, than – Deshaun Watson, he didn't finish the last two years. Yeah. Or 
Do you think, I'll throw it right at you, do you think there's some form of a collusion going on amongst owners in the NFL, Indomitian and Sue? These are the questions yeah, the that question. will have to be uh, asked I, I, of you. I, I'm On the collusion piece, I'll answer that first. Mm-hmm. I'm unsure. Uh, do owners talk and do they have all that information they just came from an owner's meeting? Mm-hmm. There's no question there's information out there. And so mm-hmm. some teams have already made the decision of how they want a particular move for. Do you call that collusion or do you see that as they just don't see it fit in their plan for how they look at their particular team. Um, and being able to not have all the information, it's tough to say yes. exactly how uh, Lamar should be able to move forward on this particular deal. But when it comes to Deshaun Washington, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. it's always a written rule, even in the draft. The next guy that's up should receive more if not uh if not very similar mm-hmm. to what the guy who the last guy was paid that's what everybody wants to go and look Jalen Hurts he's waiting to see what Lamar is going to get because he's next in line and he wants to exceed that and he wants to reset the market I can guarantee you that and Lamar mm-hmm. might be waiting for Hurts and Hurts mm-hmm. might be waiting for Burrow who might be waiting for Herbert who yep. might be waiting for Hurts yep. it's just it it's I, I I understand what you're saying to me Lamar should be he's not out there enough Mm-hmm. I was suggesting on the show that if Meek Mill is calling Robert Kraft yeah. to say, my buddy's interested in playing for your team, yeah. then he should call up Meek Mill and say, hey, um, next time, let's just say the uh, the Sixers play the Celtics in the in the NBA playoffs, yeah. which, Chris, as far as I'm going Seems likely. Seems likely. Okay. Hey, Meek, when, when, we're, when you're going to the game in Boston, yeah. bring me as a plus one. So I'll show up in front of all the Patriots fans. Yeah, that's, and I I don't know if that'll get him his deal, mm-hmm. but you understand as somebody who just told a story about being the villain to, you know, the deity and yeah. <laughs> of, of Tim Tebow, perception matters a whole heck of a lot when you're trying to get a deal done of some sort. Would you? No, perception definitely okay. does, and I think that's where sometimes when you have an agent, they're able to leak certain information mm-hmm. to persuade folks to believe certain things. Yeah. Uh, but I think just truthfully going back to the nuts and bolts of the deal, yes. I think Lamar needs to make a decision, as I did when I was uh, a top free agent yes. and moved to Miami, what's going to make you comfortable and what's going to be best for you and your family? And stick with that. Did you make the most when you did make the I most? Reset when the you, to, you reset yeah. the market. You reset the market. Damn straight you did. And Dominic <laughs> and Sue here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so your future is what? Do you want to play more? I don't know yet. Uh, it's got to be, honestly, the right situation. Uh, last year, I waited till the middle of the year, uh, and I had a bunch of phone calls prior to that, whether before the season, right. during the middle of the season. Uh, I mentioned this the other day. Uh, 49ers wanted me to come, uh, and I wanted to actually go to that team because they had one of my favorite defensive line coaches, and I knew the system I was going to get in. It was going to be like riding a, riding a bike. Right. But it wasn't the right situation at the end of the day from all-encompassing. I got – Two baby boys. Uh, How old are they? Just turned two this couple Sundays ago. So want to spend time with them, but at the same time uh, trying to figure out that decision of actually worth, if there's going to be a perfect fit for me to be able to find somewhere. And I want to win as well. So, I mean, you could, if you want, mm-hmm. to do what you just did again. Yeah. Right? For sure. Where you take your time, and then around September, October, you go ring hunt. Yeah. I mean, there's but, no there's no problem with that. I'll right? say this: all options are on the table. Okay. What about the Jets? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what uh, if they get Aaron Rodgers? Right. 
Do you th- all right, how about this? Yeah. Do you think the Jets become a Super Bowl team if when, when Aaron Rodgers arrives? And when so. Aaron Rodgers and that deal transpires, uh, do I believe they will be a Super Bowl contender? No. Uh, I believe. Why that, is that? I think Aaron Rodgers is amazing, mm-hmm. and I think he's a, a great quarterback. But there's a lot of things that have to transpire mm-hmm. to be able to become Super Bowl contenders. Uh, and I understand that they have an elite defense, but I'm not sure where their overall offense is right now. Okay. Uh, and just adding one particular piece. It's a little bit different. Uh, I actually had the experience of being able to go through something that is similar in Tampa, Florida with the Bucks. Tom came there, but I was there the year prior, and I was able to see the entire team and what was built on the defense side of the ball and what was built on the offense side of the ball. And now plugging and playing and putting an elite quarterback in that position, it made more sense to be able to reach uh, a particular Super Bowl, in my opinion. And based on our division, that division is very, very difficult. And I don't even think if Aaron Rodgers goes there, will they be the top uh, team in that division? Then that would be which one then, do you think? Uh, which team would be? In, in the AFC East. In the AFC East. I mean, you got Buffalo. Uh, you got Miami. If Tua stays healthy, I mean, they're going to be a huge problem. And then Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. Uh, he always finds a way to, to win games and be very, very competitive. Mm-hmm. And he's looking to make some big moves himself. Okay. All right. Uh, and Dominican, before I let you go, Chris, ask him, see if he wants to do it. Go ahead. I know what you want him to do right can now. Can we FaceTime Warren Buffett can real we, quick? Can we FaceTime Warren Buffett real quick? Just need some stock tips. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's I, a tough I, market I, these days. I, I, we can't FaceTime him. Why? Because, because he doesn't have a cell phone. Come uh, on. <laughs> let, let, let alone an iPhone. Wait a so. minute. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> what? So Warren's just somewhere. Somebody needs Warren. Yeah. What, he sent out a smoke signal? Like he's, uh, you know, what, what do we do? Miss Debbie, who I communicate with more the majority of the time and actually just spoke to her a few days ago. Yes. Um, is how I get a hold of him. Is uh, that his? Uh, that's his secretary. That's his, his secretary. Yeah, his executive assistant. Okay. Uh, and every time I've called him, I've always called the house phone. So. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. So you've got, a, wow. You, you've got the direct landline? I, I do, yes. To Warren Buffett's house. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to do? You want to order a pizza to his house or something, Chris? I mean, now I, I think we're out of options. Really, yeah, it doesn't really fit the bit, so I'm not really sure. Okay. Yeah. Have you been to Warren's house? Have you been to I have not been to his house, uh, but I've been to his office, and we've spent uh, a good amount of time. He's one of the best human beings to be around. What do you, what do you talk about? Uh, we've talked about business, life, uh, just, I mean, think of anything. He's like, he's like. He's like a father figure when you talk to him. Like, it's easy, super easy to talk to, and, I mean, it's... Great advice. I would uh, overall. I'd have to give a little pushback about being super easy to talk to. He doesn't have a phone. <laughs> that sounds yes. a little bit difficult to reach. In, but, uh, in person, in, I see, in person, he's, yes. uh, he's, yeah. he's, I, I'm always. I'm more of an in person type of person when it comes to uh, having those types of conversations. Um, and I, I don't even like being on the phone most of the time. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Uh, you're not a Face, phone guy? FaceTime. Yes, you like that? Love that with my kids, oh, uh, please, especially when I'm on the road. Right. Uh, but I'd much rather interact in person. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that's how you and Warren are, are alike in that yeah. respect. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Dang it. <laughs> you didn't think the answer would be, can't do it. Warren Buffett no doesn't have a phone. <laughs> not even a flip phone. By the way, new fantasy team name, Warren Buffett's Burner. Because he's got to have one. Give me a break. Okay. Uh, so, um, 
we don't know uh, if you're going to be playing this fall. We, we do not. We do not. Um, but uh, we are now in contact, face to face. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm as easy. You've been in my house now, figuratively here uh, uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Whatever you need, whatever you'd like to do, I'm. Um, please use me as a resource. Um, and good luck to you on no, that front. I appreciate. It. I will uh, definitely hold you to being a resource. Uh, absolutely. Like I said, uh, I feel like being in this, in, the, in this industry and being able to potentially be a studio analyst uh, of some sort would be it would be absolute pleasure and amazing opportunity. Excellent. And uh, you know, Michigan Nebraska week, we can Facetime each other uh, if you would like to. I'm I mean, not, I'm not sure you're going to be happy. Why? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're a big fan of Matt Rule going there. I am. Uh, being able to talk to him and understand and see his legacy of what he's been able to do at yes. Baylor, uh, at Temple, like he's. Uh, I know she left off Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yes, foot, football, NFL football is a little bit different. It is indeed. Yeah. Is it not? So, okay. Yeah, I mean Michigan's coach can can do both, but um, wow. the bottom line is, <laughs> are, are we sure about that? He, well, hey. one guy went to he he took him to the Super Bowl. Took or won. This guy. My man. A ring chaser. <laughs> I like it. Good to see you, Indomitian Sue. You as well. Indomitian Sue right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're just getting started here on this busy program. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. So, Rudy Gobert throws hands in the huddle yesterday. Bonjour. For the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, bonjour. Como tal? That's right. How do you say knuckle sandwich in French? I mean, what a crazy person. Kyle Anderson, well, his Kyle Anderson told him something that uh, apparently... Uh, That's a word that'll said. get some grown men... Oh, it, was, it was a mixture of words. Yeah. A melange, as the French might say. Oh, bonjour, oui, oui. And so Rudy Gobert didn't even get on the plane to Los Angeles. Oh, so, really? So the Lakers will face the Timberwolves Laker. without Rudy Gobert. Oh, wow. And they will also face uh, the uh, Timberwolves without Jaden McDaniels. 
who broke his hand in a fit of peak. So a lot of hands being thrown, one against right. the wall, one against the teammate. And that leaves the Timberwolves minus two. Just a one-game suspension. So if the Timberwolves what are they doing? need Gobert against the winner of the uh, Thunder and Pelicans, he'll be there. I would have saved that suspension the next season or something. I mean, You can't do that. He's threw hands at a teammate. What are you going to do? We're all kumbaya. Thanks for the uh, – you tweeted an apology, so we're all good? Look, are you serious? The, your season's on the line now. Dude, I mean – Come on! Such a weird year, anyway. He th- he threw hands at a teammate. Yeah. I get what, are you going to just say we'll deal with it next year? We need normally, to win now. I'm like justice now, but also if I'm running that team, I want I want to give my team the best chance to win and get into this playoffs. And ah, uh, brother, I, I, I disagree with you, but you but it's not like you the loser is out. The loser has to just play another game. True. I mean, it's not like he hit him in the face. Oh my God! This guy. Oh my goodness! He threw hands. What's the matter with you people? Because there is a difference. What's the matter with me, Rich? Draymond punching. Exactly. That's one thing. Here's what's matter with me. Draymond knocked out his teammate. Yes. Out cold. Zero repercussions. So who cares if a guy like gave him kind of a love tap shove? I mean, he punched him, but he didn't punch him. You know what I mean? Like, was he wrong? Yes, one thousand percent. But like, did he not pull out cold? Pool out cold. I mean, it looked like Pools was out. The wall woke him back up. Oh, okay. Like, and that was, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, this is really hurting your squad now, right? Like, well, he, heard, gonna, he hurt his squad. He threw hands at a teammate. You got to do something about that, man. I get it. He gives you the best chance to win. Do you care about winning or not? And by the way, if, if well, speaking of winning, you want to talk about sometimes when wins don't tell the story. Three teams enter the Western Conference playoffs on a three-game win streak. Clippers, Warriors, Timberwolves. Interesting. So the two wolves have momentum. It got them. <laughs> it got them out of. It got them out of the nine ten game, only to play the Lakers in Los Angeles without Gobert. This is breaking right for the Lakers, isn't it? Don't use breaking because Jaden McDaniels wouldn't appreciate it. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, Anthony Davis probably wouldn't either. What a wild affair. Is the playoffs is going to be so nuts? Chris Mannix is about wait. to join us to discuss it. Where's Zion, TJ? I mean, nowhere to be found. See you next year. See you next year. Jalen Brown also needs stitches. In a weird, like, glass. What the hell happened over the weekend? From from the minute the Mavs pulled the plug to (laughs) Gobert throwing hands. I don't know. What the hell happened over the last three games? (laughs) Hell going on. Hell going on. Gobert does have a long reach, though, man. You don't want to box that cat. I saw that. That jab will get you. I saw it. You scared of Brooklyn, TJ? I mean, honestly, no. Really? Mikhail Bridges has been amazing. I know. I feel good where the Sixers at. The Clippers, not so much. I got to be honest. Speaking All of which, did you were you the one who sent internally the text that that Udonis Haslam in his final game <laughs> no, that was scored good. more points? The Michael Jordan? No. Then, no, is Adam who sent that out there? I think so, it was Adam or Hoss. Oh, ben he spent, Simmons? He, spent more points that, he scored more points than Ben Simmons has uh, as a, in, uh, in his entire tenure with the Nets. <laughs> in one quarter. UD at 24, man. At age 42. He the all these years in. <laughs> right? Didn't he flip his age yeah, in he, terms of points? He's there as like a, you know, a father figure. Yeah, but he went out with 24, though. Yeah, that was Adam. Uh, Adam cool. sent that one out. That yeah. was a good one. That made me laugh and chuckle. <laughs> What a day yesterday was. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And then there's the, uh, you know, well, I won't discuss it because it's still too soon. Uh-oh. 
It's last night. We yeah, can't I mean, talk about it. Yet. Oh, yeah, we can't talk about it yet. We can't talk about it yet. One of the yeah. best hours of television, maybe ever. Yeah, it's yeah. up there. You're talking sister. Uh, I don't yeah, want to even. Yeah, yeah. Can't talk about. Oh, it. by the way, how about the Bruins too? Boston yeah. Bruins. Now it doesn't that? mean anything. Got to win the cup now. They gotta. Yeah. Jeez. All time wins, Mark. My goodness gracious! All right, so that'll yeah, be that's it for hockey. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somewhere Jason Feller and Sully are upset. It's the hockey playoffs. It's time to grow a beard and talk about it. Chris Mannix coming up next. 